This episode of the podcast is brought to you by committing arson on a firehouse. Is it a crime? They can put it right out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Over with the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that had a sequel to this podcast. That wasn't good. I know. <laughs> Whatever. It'll be called Start the Movie. <laughs> I'm Zach. And I'm Frank. And today we are here to talk about movies that we feel deserve a sequel. And you had a tough time with this, right? Yeah, it was not uh, not easy for me at all. I had the opposite effect where I had a really fun time doing this. Because <laughs> um, there are those films where it's like, you know... It's a little hard because it's like any film that like it, it, I feel like you've seen too where it's like you watch it and you're like that's perfect like that caps it off like I don't need anything else from it. It's hard because it's like those are the ones that like you're really kind of like searching for of like okay this is what they would get as a sequel because like most films that you're like ah whatever like they they set it up for one and then just never got it. Yeah. That's like a whole other story yeah, with it. Because I, I kind of feel like most films films that do have sequels i mean obviously there's like unnecessary sequels that we that we did um but i will just say that i don't know i feel like like if a film doesn't have a sequel at this point it's probably because (laughs) it's really difficult to yeah make a sequel of it out of what it is i feel like most of the time you know it's been like okay like it was capped off it was good we're we're done Mm -hmm. um so that being said, I only have four, so I think you should start us off. I think I will. Uh, so my first one, Disney does it for everything. Give us Ratatouille 2. Ratatouille. Ratatouille, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think like you could do something with Remy owning like his own shop and like having some difficulty like you know, staying afloat in the business, in the world. This is ridiculous. Isn't it, though? But, like, couldn't it work? <laughs> like, he's, like, it's, like, a year out, and, like, his his shop is not making money all of a sudden. And, like, <laughs> and like now he, he's, like, struggling to find, like, a way to, like, keep it afloat and, like, make some food that's different from the rest of France. And and I, I don't I don't think it would work, but usually with sequels like this, you throw in a love story for Remy. Maybe he falls in love with a mouse. Well, it has to be a mouse. Well, it can't be a human. Well, he's a rat, so like a mouse oh, right. would be like you know like the daintier version, right? Yeah. And that's your first pick. Well, yeah, Ratatouille like, two. Oh fuck you! Well, <laughs> you don't hey, think that would whoa, work? Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm just, I'm just asking. Um, all right, so mine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start off with. I think the movie that, out of all of these, maybe deserves it the most. Okay. Uh, it follows. Yeah, I would love to see a sequel to It Follows because it leaves you on a point where you know that it's not gone because the yeah. ending shot is them walking and they're you know the two girls walking by themselves and there's that person behind them mm-hmm. and there's that always ever th- like you're it's just fucking eating at you like mm-hmm. is it. You know, any at any point it could be anybody, and if there's anybody behind me or anybody walking towards me, that could be it. Yeah, and it's so easy too to do something like that. Like it follows really has like this structure where it's kind of made where like you could make like three or four other movies about it. Yeah, absolutely. And again, I don't. Again, all of there's there's only one movie on my list. Well, there's actually two films mm-hmm. on my list that I really truly want a sequel out of. 
It Follows is not a burning one for me. Like, I need a sequel out of this, but I do think that there is potential for a sequel there that mm-hmm. would not feel unjustified and also wouldn't necessarily be shitty. Yeah. I get so, that. Yeah. I get it. I, I, I agree. Like, the, the ending of it really kind of, like, set it up where it's like there could have been something else. Yeah. But again, too, it left it in a spot where it's like it's fine just the way it is. Yeah. And that's, like, the difficult part of doing this one. Yeah, and that's why I struggle so much with all this. Uh, I have one, like, like you, I have, like, one or two that, like, are burning ones that, like, I would love to see a sequel for. And I know that, like, originally they were going to do it, and then, like, something happened that they canceled it. But, like, 2012's Dread, I really, really wanted the oh, sequel Oh, we did for. Dread. I like yeah. Dread. Dread. Dread was Dread cool. Was, Dread was cool, yeah. And, like, knowing a little bit of, like, the backstory of, like, Judge Dread from, like, the comics, like... I'm sure there's you, so much potential, right? There's so much potential. You could do um, a big one that, like, I really wanted, which was Judge Death, which is, like, this, like, a judge from hell that, like, just straight up murders people and has, like, his own, like, four horsemen, basically. Yeah. And it's, like, this huge storyline in Judge Dread that, like, I really want to read at some point, but, like, would fit so well in this this like dark gritty universe that they created for dread yeah um especially too i think it's like carl urban that plays him i don't know uh, I don't but, well whoever played him i think it's carl urban like really did a I great think it job is, yeah. Yeah. yeah did a really great job like i bought him as judge dread like just being like this over the top like very by the books but like no holds barred cro- uh cop yeah and i think like you know especially now it being 10 years later we could do something cool with it. <laughs> yeah. Like things have advanced. Like we could do something cool with it. Yeah. Cause that movie does suffer a little bit from the era. Yeah. It was like the early, probably like a little bit more early two thousands where CGI was kind of just starting to get like, not all like Horrible. super shitty, but they're yeah. still like, all right, that's clearly but all. But then CG. all the slow-mo stuff the is super sl- cool. Yeah, what, what was it called in that movie? Like, I the, think it was slow-mo. No, no, no. But I mean like, what did they call it when they were taking the drugs? It was like the juice or something. Yeah, it was like, I, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think it was slow-mo. <laughs> Um, oh, maybe was it called slow mo? I think so. Oh, well, that's a little on the nose. Yeah, <laughs> they could have come up with a better name. <laughs> um, all right, so my next pick is again a film. I love this movie, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's another horror film, mm-hmm. uh, sorta, but a horror film that only Sam Raimi could do, mm. and that is I I would. I would like to see Sam Raimi capitalize on a drag me to hell too. I so thought they were going to do something like that. If they were, it never happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you basically get to a point where the girl, Christine, gets dragged down to hell. Mm-hmm. And her boyfriend, who is, I think it's Justin Long. Yeah. He, uh, like, there could be something kind of fun about him having to then go down into hell mm-hmm. and find her. Like, it, oh, would yeah. be, it would be absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, there's like a 1970s film that's like kind of the same thing. That I absolutely love. I think it's called like Route Six Six Six. Okay. Um, super fun. Like same thing. Like he goes into hell and tries to like rescue her. Yeah. So like do something like that. Yeah. I I would think I think that that could be really really cool, especially mm. how it ends because the movie literally goes. Oh wait, we never dragged her down to hell, and then a hole just <laughs> opens up and she gets dragged down. You could call the movie "Save Me from Hell." <laughs> yeah. It could be "Save Me from Hell." Whatever it whatever it is. Sam Raimi, I think, kind of getting back to his roots mm-hmm. of horror comedy. It would be absolutely ridiculous. Make it shitty. Work yeah. Bruce Campbell in it somehow. Make him the devil himself. I don't care. Whatever mm-hmm. it is. 
Uh, I would love to see a drag me to hell too. I think that it could be really, really fun and uh, a blast. Mm, okay. I like it. I can dig it. Um, next one, not a burning one for me, but I, I, I really want, and I, I wish they would have done it. Um, and I think you might actually agree with me with this. A third Guillermo del Toro Hellboy. I've never seen any of them. Really? Yeah. I thought you have. No. So one I really like. Um, I don't know if you two... know this, but I'm not a huge fan of Guillermo del Toro. Oh, what? <laughs> when? Since when? <laughs> You're always talking about Pan Lab, and, and, and then that's it. Um, yeah, Hellboy. I actually think you would like. Uh, one Ron Perlman just makes the character of Hellboy absolutely fantastic. So this um, is not a sequel. This is a third rendition. Well, technically, that would be a sequel, though. But there's a Hellboy one and Hellboy two. No. Yeah. But it was supposed to be a trilogy, and then they never did a trilogy. Gotcha. But I think they needed a trilogy. Um, one, I really loved. Like, that was always, like, the big one when I was a kid. Uh, two, I hated at first, and then I really kind of, like, came around to it. Because, like, it created world building for Hellboy. Yeah. Um, which I really liked. Plus, Guillermo del Toro. If nothing else, practical effects and world building is, like, yeah. his shtick. Yeah. Um, the third one... I really would have liked to see them do it. One with Ron Perlman, who was super on board with it, but now he won't because, like, he's in his 70s. He's just an old man. Yeah, yeah but he's still got a great fucking voice for it. Um, right, because they, they, they did a remake of Hellboy, no? Or yeah, that whatever, was horrible. Uh, with what's-his-name, the guy from Stranger Things. Yeah. That was not good? No, that was horrible. Yeah. It, like, no, like, like same satire or, like, punch to it. Right, yeah. Um, But, you know, they've made a couple of animated movies with Ron Perlman voicing Hellboy. Mm. And it's like, they're really cool. Like one of them is literally like involving, um, like fighting Japanese demons. And the other one is literally fighting a haunted mansion full of like ghosts and, and demons. Yeah. And it's like, you could do something like that as the third one. There's like countless comics that you could do something with. Um, you can cap off everything that's going on with, like, him and Nazis. You could fucking throw in Cthulhu, which is a whole thing in there, too. <laughs> I'm so, so like, I have no idea anything about this. You you might actually like Hellboy. Yeah. It's really cool. I like Spawn, so. <laughs> Spawn's pretty good. <laughs> Spawn is pretty good, yeah. right? <laughs> um, all right. So, mine... So, this is a little bit of a gray area. My, my last two are kind of gray areas. Mm-hmm. So, uh, David Fincher made my opinion fight club well yes <laughs> in my opinion one of the best um kind of murder mysteries ever mm-hmm. the network the girl with the dragon tattoo ah yes uh swedish th- there's a swedish version that yeah. is a full trilogy mm-hmm. i've seen two of them mm-hmm. i haven't seen the, i didn't see the, the the third one uh i would really like to see david fincher make a proper trilogy with this um, because I read all the books and I really liked the first three. I didn't read all the books. I read the trilogy, the original mm-hmm. trilogy, and then the author died. Um, and then somebody else kind of took over and whatever, but I've heard that they've somewhat gone downhill since. But yeah. the original trilogy, I would like to see, because I know what happens, but I just like to, I would like to visually see it. I don't know if you've ever seen David Fincher's Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, but it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's an excellent, excellent film. Uh, and he's just obviously a master of his craft. Like he's just one of the best directors working today. And uh, I, I think that, you know, I love Elizabeth. I, I, I love uh, fucking Michael or M- Mikael, however the hell you want to yeah. pronounce it in fucking Swedish. <laughs> but um, the only issue is, you know, it's Daniel Craig who mm-hmm. is 
getting older now at this point. Like yeah. he just he just looks more and more beat up the more every every time you see him. I mean, he did just finish out like everything with um, James Bond. Yes, um, which he he you could start to see it in like the last one. Yeah, it's like you're you're getting old, buddy, and you're just <laughs> you're getting beat up. Uh, but you know, you got, you got Rooney Mara who's, uh, who played a really good Lisbeth. Mm-hmm. I like, I actually prefer her over the, the, the Swedish girl. Mm. She's um, not in a whole lot too. She is. Mm. She's just not in anything that's like massive. That's mm-hmm. the thing, but she's Joaquin Phoenix's girl. So, yeah. you know, big fan. Uh, so I don't know. I would, I would really love to see, uh, a, a finishing of the American girl, with the dragon tattoo trilogy. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man, do it. Just, just, <laughs> just, just, do, just, it. just do it. Hey, take my money. <laughs> Uh, my next one. It's funny that you mentioned Spawn because Spawn was actually on my list. Oh, really? Okay. Um, I I really think like not so much a reboot, um, but you could continue the story, like just with a time lapse. Um, you have like a different actor playing Spawn. You have like because again, like I I realize I went with like three comic book films, but like they're they're all in like that darker realm. Yeah. That, like, isn't really, like, Marvel DC where it's, like, it's super, super known. But, like, Spawn was, like, my comic throughout all of, like, college. Like, Spawn was, like, super, super cool. And, like, the amount of shit that, like, you could do with that. Because, like, you you haven't even introduced in the movie, like, the the Revenger or, like, Overt Kill. Um, there's, like, a whole thing where it's, like, he goes and, like, kills Satan and then goes up to heaven and kills God and becomes like omnipotent. Wow. And then is like this is boring and then recreates God and <laughs> Satan and then just goes back to being Spawn. Like you you could do like so much different things with it. Like and I think especially now cuz like when when it first came out like and and now like the the biggest like thing that people talk about is like how bad the CGI is now compared to it. Yeah, it's like there's so much better CGI out there now. You could make something like really, really cool. You could make something like that looks really great, but keep like that practical effect of like how the suit looked when there was no CGI. Yeah, the suit's sweet. It is like when there's no CGI, it yeah. looks fucking great. Yeah, even when like he's standing up on top of the building and like the CGI cape is like yeah. flowing, <laughs> it's like I- I'll take it. That looks cool. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I- yeah, I like Spawn. Um, I didn't realize that there wasn't a sequel. I, it felt like there, like it was leading up to a sequel. They were like, and I'm talking about like a year and a half ago. Like they were planning on rebooting it, and then something fell through. Yeah. Or like they're just not doing it anymore. I don't know. I know. COVID. Um, maybe I know McFarlane was involved, and then like he backed out at the last second. I think. Mm. So it's like, like he he was he's the guy who made it. Yeah. Ah. Oh well. Movies are annoying sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so my last pick, uh, and again, a bit of a gray area, kind of, but not mm-hmm. technically. So, I this is one that I genuinely want, mm-hmm. um, is I want a volume three to Kill Bill. Yeah. So, technically, Kill Bill 1 and Kill Bill 2, volume 1 and 2, are one movie. Yeah. So, I consider them one film. <laughs> so, technically, it would be a sequel. Okay. Because it was filmed as one movie, mm-hmm. but they just didn't want to release it as, as one, one movie, movie because it was just it would be five hours long and, yeah. and all that. So, uh, it was written and filmed pretty much as one film. So, uh, technically, we need to know what the hell happens. Mm-hmm. We have to. I need to know. 
I need to know what happens to Kiddo. I need to know uh, because what's her name? Uh, I can't think of her name, but the the black woman's daughter. Yes, is like there's that whole scene in the first one where she's like, if you still feel raw about this when you're old enough, like come and find me and and we can like you know mm-hmm. fucking hash this out. Well, plus two, he like Kiddo didn't even fight like all was it five of them of Bill's yeah. men. Yeah, no, so, they're they're all dead. Yeah. She kills them all, and she kills Bill. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so now it would be, it's all, everybody's dead. Mm-hmm. Kiddo, uh, Beatrix, and, and her daughter have been living their lives, and, and they're together. And you, you ha- it, it would make sense, because Uma Thurman and um, her daughter, Mia, right? Mia. Yeah. Mia, uh, what the hell's his name? Um, Ethan Hawk, Mia Hawk. Mm-hmm. Um, Mia Hawk would now kind of be, you know, that, that age, age where... So like they, they, it could be a real mother daughter duo, mm-hmm. um, and that one lady's daughter comes back and whatever, like they, you know, they got a fucking, they got a killer, <laughs> <laughs> and whoever dies dies. I don't know how he would do it, but yeah. uh, it's it's a it's one that if 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 his tenth film mm-hmm. isn't Kill Bill Volume Three, I'm gonna be pretty fucking disappointed. Well, it's also really hard because it's like. Like that's the thing is like he's only doing ten films and right. he's out. So right. it's like, what is it? Um, Once upon a time in Hollywood was eight. No, that's nine. Oh, we're fuck. we're at one more. This is it. We, whatever his next film is going to be is mm-hmm. is that that that's it. We're done. Mm. So I need it to be Kill Bill. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be. I'm so like because he has two kind of options, right? Mm-hmm. He, he's he's mentioned. I've been listening. I've listened to his interviews, and he's like, he's like. You know, it, it really feels like to me, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is the film that his entire career was building up to. Mm-hmm. Was like that Emmy, or not that, the, like the Oscar bait type. Like that was it. I mean, just mm-hmm. everything about it with the amount of nostalgia in it, mm-hmm. the amount of like characters and actors and, and people who were portraying other people. And it, like that is Tarantino's entire life's work into one movie. And, and I, I, I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. But didn't any, he mention that he wants to do like a noir? I don't know. He, he said, he's, he's, he said a bunch of things. He's like, I've, he's like, he's like, you know, he's like, I've dabbled with the idea of doing a horror film. I've dabbled the idea of mm-hmm. doing this, but he's, he's, he's pretty much said that he's thinking that is, that his final film is going to be very epilogue like just mm-hmm. kind of like. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was the big show, and now we are just winding down, and it's going to just be a epilogue kind of that the curtains are now closing type mm. of thing, which implies that it will not be a Kill Bill. Yeah. But he, then he has toyed with the idea, he said, of, you know, it's it's, it's either going to be very epilogue or mm. I'm just going to go balls to the wall. <laughs> so, which could be Kill Bill. Which, which would essentially be Kill Bill. And I just don't know which what direction we're going to go, but mm-hmm. if... I, I, I want to see what happens. Like yeah. I, there's, he, he's got to have it in his head. You know, it's got to be there of like what her life has been like for the past, whatever, 15 years. And mm-hmm. her daughter's now growing up and all that. Like it, it's, it all has had to be there. He's probably got like most of it already put together in his head, but I just don't know if he's going to want to actually execute on it. I know it's so annoying too. Cause it's like just thinking about it. Cause dude, they're so good. Mm hmm. And everything he does is so good, and like to to kind of feel like it it, it kind of feels a little bit. A, it would make me kind of surprised because Tarantino doesn't come across to me as a as a director who would. He comes across as a dire- like he's clearly stated like I want you guys to kind of want a little bit more. That's the reason why he's doing ten films. Yeah. But 
yes, we want more, but I also don't want to feel hollow. Yeah. Like, like Kill Bill Volume 2 and now the idea of toying with a Volume 3, and if we don't get that, it would make me feel like he didn't actually complete something, mm-hmm. which doesn't feel Tarantino to me. Yeah. You know? Like, he's such a he's such a purist, and he's such a uh, detailed writer, and everything has been planned out since basically film one, you know? And, and mm-hmm. everything has been interwoven. And, and inter- I know, even and, the things with, like, Pulp Fiction being involved right. in it, and, so, like, uh, and, Death Proof. Yeah, so everything has been inter- interwoven with, with one another, and all of these movies can kind of be traced back to one another, and you're going to leave us with a cliffhanger on kill bill. Like it just doesn't seem like that would be what he would do. Yeah. It seems kind of like, Oh really? (laughs) So I don't know. And he talks about how important filmography is. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and I feel like that would make me feel like, ah, your filmography didn't quite be what it was, but we'll see. I know we got one left. Um, and then it'll be the best thing slash worst thing that we ever get. (laughs) Uh, honorable mention first. Um, they're kind of toying with it. I don't think, like, I keep hearing back and forth, like, are they going to do it? Or are they not going to do it? Um, District 9 getting a sequel. Um, when we did the episode, like, I, it really was kind of like, they should. Because, like, you could do the three years later. And, like, how the main character is, like, kind of, like, become suited to being the alien, like, the prawn. Right. Um, and then it, do they actually come back with the serum to help them become human again? Right. Could be cool. Yeah. Uh, my burning one that for some reason I actually want, um, and I don't know if that's just because of like the time period that we're in, but they live too. No. <laughs> Hear me out. No. Hear me out. John Carpenter can still do it. No, he can't. Yes, he can. He can <laughs> still direct it. Obviously, like Rowdy Roddy Piper's dead, unfortunately, so like he won't be back for it. Um, we go a whole route of like contemporary, like now technology where it's like the glasses like you're seeing it like on phones on tvs on like smart screens like everything like that like you're you're still getting the aliens like taking over everything or that they've already taken over everything and and they maybe maybe we do it where it's like it's not even something that can be saved like maybe we're just like living with it now because like this is just what we're used to Mm-hmm. And maybe there's like one person in there that like is aware of it and is just like, how do I stop this? I can't stop this alone. Right. I'm spitballing here. Yeah. Carpenter, give me a call. We'll work out the details. <laughs> but like, I really think like, you know, the message behind like they live was a really cool message. And maybe the time frame for it wasn't like the absolute best. But I think nowadays, like with technology so advanced, you could play around a lot more with it. But the idea that like, you know, aliens have taken over everything. Yeah, which they pretty much did in well, the yeah. first one. Well, yeah, but like, there's more technology now. <laughs> it's easier for them. Uh, I can't agree with that. I just I don't really <laughs> like they live that much. It's just not my kind of movie. I guess I don't know. I just feel like that movie has a lot of filler and th- unnecessary things. But and, it's fun and a lot of coincidences that just happen to line up. So it's like, oh, we get from this point to that point now. But it's fun. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fun. It's fine. The aliens are kind of weird looking. I like them. It's one guy. Yeah, and you could tell. <laughs> well, yeah, well, he just throws on a wig for the girl once. <laughs> Pretty much. It's just, you could tell it's one guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
All right, cool. So those are sequels. those are some sequels that we want. Zach, what move? Oh no, you have a recommendation. I have, I what, have uh, a recommendation. What, what are you going to recommend? Um, you know, I love shitty TV. <laughs> um, garbage is what we call it. Garbage TV. Uh, my fiance and I have been getting into. We just finished the first season last night of Riverdale, the Archie show. Riverdale. I know the name. Oh, Riverdale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like the very MTV, everybody's super hot and good looking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's about like the comic Archie. No, it's not. It, it actually is. <laughs> it, it is. Like all of them are like them. Okay. For some reason too, Josie and the Pussycats are in it, which I was like, what the fuck? Okay. Um, Season one, it wasn't bad. Like it, it was like a murder mystery, 13 episodes, like everything kind of capped off together. Um, What I'm really, really looking forward to though is season two through six is completely like off the walls. Like I'm not sure what they were thinking. Um, and the reason why I did a little digging is like uh, season one had like all these writers and then like only two of them stayed on and like 17 more got added for like season two through like six. Okay. Um, so they don't know what the fuck they're doing. But like the the first season is like very tame. It's like Archie trying to like, play guitar and like solving this murder and then season two is like hey here's two different cults and also dungeons and dragons that are made by ghosts and season three has like a whole other oh, thing so it's like supernatural it gets a little crazy like it's from what i'm thinking it might be it might be in the realm of like twin peaks of like almost absurd right that like i love it to death yeah um i know season five has aliens i think season six they get superpowers Oh wow! <laughs> so it's just like off the walls, like. But I just finished the most tame portion of it, and I liked it. So I'm assuming I'm gonna love everything that's nonsense afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and what is this on Netflix? Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, Riverdale. Riverdale. Zach, what movie are we doing next? Well, like I said, I want horror I wanna, adjacent. I want horror adjacent. Um, I think it's time. Let's do Mandy. Oh yeah. Horror adjacent. Yep. There you go. Nicolas Cage. Panos. What the hell's his name? Panos Cosmatos. Yeah. What a fucking name. Massive chainsaw. Yeah. Big chainsaw. <laughs> All right. Cool. Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about Mandy a lot lately. Mm -hmm. um, and then so, I'll bring up uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow again. I'm going to watch that too. It's horrible though. I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. So. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, All right. Cool. So we're going to do Mandy starring mm -hmm. our boy Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. All right, Zach, take us out. All right, guys, thank you for listening. Now, Frank, roll the credits. <laughs>